0: Hey, beautiful humans. It's time to stop sacrificing for everyone else and put you first. Are you feeling tired, stuck, or disconnected? Or maybe you're just looking to be the best
1: version of you. I'm Mary Wong. And I'm Dr. Tanya Wilde. And this is Embrace Embrace You You First, a podcast to help you thrive and not just survive. We are busy moms, successful entrepreneurs, and doctors in the field of natural medicine with over 40 years combined clinical experience. You're gonna learn from our professional
0: expertise and our juicy secrets that have helped thousands of men and women just like
1: you. We are gonna teach you practical and doable strategies on health, relationships, and career. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embrace you right now. Welcome back to Embrace You First. Before we get started, we are reviewing a review of the week. This review comes from Stacy on iTunes. What a wonderful concept for these podcasts embrace you first. While it's especially appropriate during this pandemic, it's also true at any time as how can we care for others if we aren't caring for ourselves? The content is also excellent with podcasts covering a variety of topics that are relevant across time of life. Stacy. Thank you so much, Stacy. You are amazing. You guys, your ratings, your reviews, your feedback and shares on Instagram and DMs, they mean so much to us. Podcasting is a little bit of a peculiar thing. We're so new at it. It's not the kind of thing that you get immediate feedback for. So these reviews and your comments, they mean the world to us. So it's a big leap for us to invest all of our time into something that we feel and know will go big because you, because of you and your ratings. So please take a moment, and if you would, pause for a moment, subscribe, rate our podcast, or do it at the end of this podcast, and give us a big thumbs up and a review. We would love it. We are so appreciative of your feedback. And I am going to jump right in and talk about something that our patients and have been requesting. And we pulled uh, on Instagram and got feedback that people were wondering why or what are we doing to stay positive and motivated inspired through COVID times. And indirectly, they're basically asking what are we doing as as, uh, people to fill up our cups. And so we're going to talk all about what does that even mean to fill up your cup. It's kind of the premise to this podcast. But it's more than just exercise, nutrition, and sleep. It's kind of like how we see things, right, Mary? So like, it's how we see things. And it's, and what does it even mean to fill up your cup?
0: Right. And, you know, filling up your cup is so crucial and necessary. It's not just an option, because filling your cup is similar to when your juices run out on your a battery of your cell phone, you actually recharge it. And oftentimes, so many times, people walk around like a half, they're barely there, because they're, they're burnt out. And what we're saying is, it's not selfish. It's a necessity to recharge like that of a, um, your
1: cell phone, right? Right. Yes. And you are far more valuable than your cell phone. Right. So I think it's really <laughs> important so. that if we're charging our cell phones that we gotta recharge us too. Yeah. And <laughs> the microphone you know. looks like a penis, like you know, <laughs> 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 I just realized that it wasn't close to me and I moved it and I'm like like, what the heck is sticking out?
0: Anyway, it's okay. It's okay. So that's filling your cup right now because it's like making you smile.
1: <laughs> totally. I am getting what's called a dopamine hit because it's funny. So basically, like, what is it doing to our brains when we, um, you know, when when we don't fill up our cups or actually let's talk about what does it do to our brains when we do fill up our cups? Essentially, it's kind of flooding our brain with the neurotransmitter dopamine, So dopamine is associated with the kind of, that feels good, do it again, please, neurotransmitter in our brain. So make me laugh again. Um, You know, it's the star of the pleasure reward system in your brain. And it's also responsible for the feelings related to love and joy, pleasure, reward and motivation, sex, satisfaction, and, and habit formation. So it's basically what often leads you to seek out behaviors that are reward giving. Right? So the the issue is, however, what kind of habits are you doing? Are they healthy habits, which kind of help flood your brain with a nice sustainable amount of dopamine? Or are they the little quick hits that you're getting? And before we even talk about what kind of habits, maybe you're kind of seeking in order to feel a healthy dopamine or joy. What happens if you, you know, experience low dopamine?
0: Right. So, I mean, there are lots of symptoms that you can have. And I had mentioned it earlier, you know, if you're, if you're not recharging your own batteries, you can walk around quite fatigued and it it can affect your mood. You can be depressed. You can, it can impact your sleep, less Difficulty falling asleep, difficulty staying asleep. You can have um, like more irritability, more anger, whatever the issues are, right? And then increased anxiety. People can have like heart palpitations. And then it affects your sex drive, your libido. It may decrease motivation. Right. And then what do you do? You turn to things that are like a quick fix to make you feel good. The biggest and easiest one,
1: often for many, is sugar, right? Yeah.
0: So addictions and
1: cravings and sugar is a huge one. And inattentiveness is another side effect. And a lot of people are saying these days they are super foggy and can't focus, right. And during these times, COVID times. And, you know, I think it's important to note that there are other unhealthy behaviors associated with seeking out that joy feeling because you're too tired, perhaps to do just the grassroots basics or haven't perhaps, had the time to do the nutrition and exercise getting enough sleep so you want these like your body just kind of goes to like the easy natural fixes so perhaps you're gaining and spending a lot of time doing that or watching tv becomes like an addictive behavior you know binge watching on netflix or
0: gambling
1: right um you know social media yeah yes social media or perhaps even turn to drugs alcohol you might know somebody um you know heroin cocaine those all upregulate dopamine too or perhaps you're addicted your serial relationship person so like you're addicted to the feeling of the new relationship where all the sparks are flying it's that same like kind of giddy feeling that you get at the beginning of a new relationship that's dopamine so mm-hmm. what are some other behaviors? So we said social media, uh, smartphones, sex, TV. Um, perhaps let's talk about some uh, activities that, uh, what do these activities do when we're, you know, doing too much of them? We essentially get that hit of dopamine, but then, you know, cause we're low, let's say we're like, we wake up in a low mood and we have a lack of interest. So we like seek the reward, but then we're just like flooding our brains with TV or social media It's a weekend. And uh, so we do the behavior and then we get the dopamine release. It's temporary. But as soon as we turn it off, we get the dopamine depletion. It's not sustainable. So we turn off the TV, we stop scrolling. And then what does that crash look like? The crash of like the dopamine crash. It's like It's almost like the end of uh, an amazing honeymoon relationship for a moment. You kind of like feel low and like low motivation, low joy. And you're wondering, why do I feel so awful? I just turn off the TV or I just stopped gaming. And I just really just want to go back and do more gaming because this sucks. You know, like you just have this feeling, this like, you know, deflated feeling. And that's where the whole addiction series starts to happen. And what are some people who are (laughs) high risk of low dopamine?
0: Right. Well, ob- well, not obviously, but obviously. So, people with ADHD, right, mm-hmm. attention hyperactive, and uh, oftentimes we're going to add in the gender here. A lot. Of, if you think about little boys that can't sit still, right, that are running around, chasing everything and anything.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they're trying to seek that little dopamine hit by doing something a little bit, you know, hyperactive and unfocused. But a lot of adults have it too. And mm-hmm. us, us in quarantine times, we're feeling kind of stir crazy, like birds trapped in a cage. And so we're seeking, uh, we're probably all running low on dopamine if we're not doing, you know, taking the time to fill up our cups. Um, people with Parkinson's also are at risk. So the movement disorder that you might get with age and Alzheimer's, like my mom. So where, where you lose your memory, there was a study that showed in 2018 where MRIs were done on people with um, Alzheimer's and they had actually showed low dopamine levels, So kind of interesting that, uh, you know, this is this is a thing like where it's actually associated with certain people in the population. But again, like I think that uh, we are all at risk of uh, this dopamine crash when we're using behaviors that aren't necessarily the most helpful um, for seeking uh, when we're seeking joy. And it's really important to note that when we say crash, and burnout, we don't necessarily mean adrenal burnout. Mary, you've heard of that term before, right adrenal burnout. Absolutely.
0: It's it's like used all the time. And I would love for you to dispel that myth about adrenal burnout.
1: So our adrenals are these little glands that sit on top of our kidneys. And they produce cortisol when our brain perceives something as stressful or perhaps we're just go, go, go during the day. So we're in that kind of fight flight mode during the day. Our sympathetic nervous system is dialed on, not our rest and digest parasympathetic nervous system. So We're go, 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 or we have a stress. Our brain says, okay, adrenals, I need some help. So the adrenals pump out cortisol and it helps us to keep going. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. The the, the problem is, is if cortisol is going all the time with all the stimulation in our environment, we don't have a moment to pause
0: Yes. And so, I mean, I love that you said, like, it's, it's natural, because here's the thing, we are wired to do this as a protective mechanism. So it's, it's not bad or wrong. The issue is when it's just sustained like that. Right. Like, you know, we are wired to run away from lions and tigers and bears. Right. So our we're, right. We're,
1: tigers right? and bears, <laughs> <like>, oh. <laughs> my <laughs> Dorothy from the Wizard of that's Oz. Right. That's exactly. that right. <laughs> yeah. so,
0: and, and so that's normal. Like you, you'd want to run away because that's appropriate. Yes. The problem becomes when you're living in our society and like, which is just that
1: constant, like it, right. it shouldn't be constant. It has to right. like come down. So again, as a protective mechanism, the cortisol that's now running too high too long, if you're not taking moments to pause and fill up your cup in ways that we'll talk about, then the cortisol kind of feeds back to the brain and the brain says, okay, I've had enough of that hormone message. I'm gonna tell you adrenals, you need to calm down. (laughs) So the brain's like, I'm not getting up, you know, like that's the dopamine kind of like that, that crash is basically also a part of the cortisol. Um, you know, it's like a, a burnout feeling is basically your adrenals taking a break. It's not that they're burnt out. Your brain is burnt out. You're, you're having like a, you need a brain break, essentially. Yes, yes. So you're having brain burnout. And yes. that, that, that message between the brain and the adrenals, they're just taking a break. And it's a message for you to pause and to reevaluate and say, "Hmm, maybe I need a little more sleep. Right, Right? things that are really basic to help you fill up your cup. We'll talk about more creative ways in our part two series of this during pandemic as to how to fill up your cup and what we're doing to kind of get uh, like even thrive, not just survive. You know, we're we're taking a step up from just the basics of nutrition and sleep and exercise. We're going to the mind stuff. Like, what are we doing to, you know, how are we seeing and perceiving things slightly different? But before we jump into that. Just going back to adrenal burnout, it's not a real thing. So our adrenals will always function. It's our brains that need breaks. And once that we get the breaks and we fill up our cup, then the communication between the brain and the adrenals start again, and then yes. you're go mode and that's okay. And and so then
0: to speak more to this, it's like, take the symptoms that you get associated with this brain issue as just a sign, right? It's a signal saying, hello, pay attention. Like uh, you are fatigued for a reason. You're having all these kinds of, you know, insomnia and mood issues for a reason. So take that pause, listen to your body. It's not wrong. It's just a crying out. And p- basically what happens is those that crying out of symptoms gets louder and louder. And hopefully you do listen at some point. But right. what we're suggesting is, why don't we just not wait for your body to cry out why don't we take care of ourselves more proactively so we don't fall into that place right right and hence when we when people are asking well how do you stay so positive how do you stay energetic i don't get it it's like i i we practice what we preach not we're not perfect But we know the demise and we don't want to feel that. Like, I don't want to walk around like dragging my butt and unmotivated. Like, first of all, it it just, it doesn't serve our lifestyle. And certainly as working moms,
1: it's like, it's a necessity to thrive. (laughs) Yes. We have to, we have to do this. What keeps us going for sure. And the number, I think it's number one or top three prescribed medications are SSRIs or SNRIs. So, you know, medications that upregulate serotonin, which is a mood molecule in your brain, works with dopamine and noradrenaline, like Walbutrin a medication upregulates dopamine and noradrenaline. And it's not that we're saying don't medicate it, but if you're showing up to the doctor with these symptoms of burnout and depression, low mood, low motivation, got to reevaluate it. Like you're saying, I love it. It's a message. It's a red flag. It's not a bad thing. You don't need to judge it, but perhaps reevaluate how your lifestyle is and and structured so that you can Mm -hmm. make the time. And sometimes it means you take a medication just to be able to say, okay, I feel a little normal again. And now I can start implementing the tools that Dr. Tanya and Dr. Mary are talking about, right? Yes,
0: yes, that's right. I love it that you're addressing this because it's not about all or nothing. It's not like, oh, only do things, things and you'll avoid medication. No, sometimes it depends on the timing of our lives. Like there's some, you know, layers of stress in our lives. And when these stresses that you cannot control at times, they get overloaded, Uh, medication can be a good option, a solid option, but it's not the only option. So even when you do get medication to kind of temper everything down, you can still add in, or maybe it helps you to a degree where you can actually start doing things that are helpful, right? Right.
1: And you can start perceiving things differently, perhaps. Yes. Yes. Because you could be doing activities like You know, you you get up in the morning and you're doing some, you know, deep breathing as you're checking your heart rate, like we talk a resting heart rate, but you're like, well, this doesn't feel good. And you're just like uh, already in a negative mindset. And your perception is completely distorted, perhaps because of hormonally even. So like, there are multiple factors that can bring you to this place with, you know, that crash mode. So it's, it's, we're not discounting that we're just saying, you know, there's so many things you can do to bring yourself into a place of thrive and not just survive, not yes. just survival mode. We're not running away or away from lions and tigers and bears no more. <laughs> we're not <laughs> la- running away from them anymore. No. Right? No. And, yeah, and, and we- so that's really great. Yeah.
0: So we will talk about this in the next episode. So you cannot miss it because we're literally going to give you some strategies around how to deal with the dopamine and not just uh, look for that quick fix right? And so um, to end to be ending off, I want to just bring up two people because so Dr. Daniel Amen, and Dr. Tara Swat, because they both are Well, I know Dr. Swat is a neuroscientist. They're both psychiatrists, but it's interesting for Dr. Swat. She actually left that field of psychiatry because she felt that she didn't have enough tools in her toolbox to deal with, like she just didn't feel good about only medicating because it's just masking. And so she wanted to go more from the underlying and looking at the wellness aspect, which again, we're going to address next time. And hopefully we'll be able to get both of these doctors on next time.
1: Yes, right. that would be awesome. I would love to get Doc Eamon on here, talk all about uh, ADHD and his strategies for combining conventional medication and natural supplements, even, and lifestyle for uh, people with ADHD. So, yeah. super interesting.
0: Awesome. awesome, awesome is what I meant to say. <laughs>
1: awesome. <laughs> awesome, awesome.
0: Awesome, <laughs> awesome. So, before we end off, so then let's just share our, what filled our cups today.
1: Right, so um, this morning, actually, let me go with this week. Forget this morning. I mean, yeah, exactly. The morning routine, but this week I had super fun time singing sea shanties. So I've always loved singing and, uh, it's really popular on TikTok right now. And I love to harmonize. So I had some fun and the whole family did too. So.
0: Oh, wow. That's awesome. I saw it on your social media. So check out Dr. Daniel (laughs) (laughs) Wilde. me sing yeah it's very really cool Thank you. <laughs> well for <Thank> you. me <laughs> well um as I think I mentioned it before we have a brand new puppy and she's now 12 mm. weeks old so what filled my cup is you know not just focusing on oh my gosh all the things that is so much work but literally that the love that she is and it's just oh like her little paws on me like I was sitting on the couch mm. And she literally just put her paw on my foot, oh. and that was just so sweet. Just like, and then she just stayed there, like with her little paw on my foot, uh, on my foot, and that so that was just like, oh, beautiful.
1: so sweet. Anyway, yeah. so it could be little things, right? Yes, being Thank present you. in that moment, the fact that you had that chance. Mm-hmm. That's
0: Absolutely. So check out our podcast next time and do go on to our uh webpage uh, embraceyoufirst.com cuz we'll have our show notes on there and all the other episodes but of course check out our Apple podcast too and
1: rate it. Woohoo. Yes. See you guys Please soon. Subscribe. Thank you for joining us. Click subscribe, like, and share. Please comment and suggest topics you want us to cover. Until
0: next time, ask yourself, how are you going to embrace you first today? For more podcasts,
1: check out embraceyoufirst.com.
0: And follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.